Hi, it's Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. Welcome to Talking Trading, a Boost Juice Part 2. Janine Alice, CEO of Boost Juice, continues to talk today on the show on the meteoric growth of Boost Juice around 15 countries in the world. Imagine owning a juice franchise, which started from one small store in one small Australian city to a few years later, walking down London's high street, seeing people sip on your product, or walking down snow-covered cobble streets in Estonia and seeing the sight of your new store. Or imagine sitting in a room full of men in long white dresses and signing deals to open stores all around Saudi Arabia. These are some of the experiences Janine Alice has had. Janine has been described as having a still trap of a business mind. In part two of today's interview, we look at the importance of systems, calendarizing and diarizing, yoga and stress balance, and what Janine's typical day looks like if she has a typical day. But first up, let's hear from Louise Bedford in MindPower. If there is a single goal that every trader should have, novice and experienced alike, it should be consistency. You have to have a trading plan that sets out your financial goals and why you're taking on this role of being an active trader. You should also have some development goals in there for yourself personally. And with respect to trading, your personal development trading goal must be to become consistent and calm and to approach trading with clarity and mechanical detachment. Consistency can only be achieved over time. The quick burnout rate of the beginner trader that throws themselves in crazily just doesn't seem to permit following a trading plan with precision over the long haul. They're much more likely to freak themselves out and run a mile long before they achieve greatness. After a strong start, the loss of potential is just tragic. Consistency is required to decide the conditions under which you'll enter trades, exit trades, and how much capital to commit to each trade. You also have to know which markets you'll trade and how many open trades that you'll be able to monitor. Yes, I think it's great to get immersed in trading as an initial phase. It's really the only way to maintain enough momentum to learn the skills required to become an effective trader. However, if you're still approaching trading with the uncontrolled fervour of a zealot after a year or two, you're probably going to burn out and drop the game entirely. Keep a balance in your life. If you can't sleep because you're worried about your trading performance or you're just so excited about what trading can do for your life, lower your position size until you find you can handle the pressure. Trading should be monotonous and steady. If it isn't, then you need to improve some aspect of your attitude or your system design. Need a little short-term trading magic in your life? Chris Tate and I are touring Australia to give you our one-day course so that you can trade the short-term trends and raid the markets. 
We're coming to Sydney, Perth and Melbourne and you want to be in that room as we reveal our secrets. Go to tradinggame.com.au for details. tradinggame.com.au Hi, I'm Tom Basso and I enjoy listening to Talking Trading. And to boost your market juice, we now have CEO of Boost Juice, Janine Ellis, back on the show for part two of our interview together. I want to talk about systems. The key to being a successful share trader is having and executing an effective trading system, which you don't deviate from and you follow to the letter every single trade. How important were systems for the growth and the development of Boost Juice? Oh, look, systems are very important. I mean, you find that, yeah, sure, you don't need systems to run one store and you're there 24-7. But if you want your vision or values or your your way of doing things to be in 500 stores all around the world, you have to have strong systems for people to follow. And you've got to sort of do it in a way that the systems are still there for them to follow, but still have that personality in the stores that still can, you know, have a heart beating a heart and not look fake. So it's sort of that fine line. But no, systems are critical. I, I spent my whole time, particularly in the early days, continually doing um, spreadsheet after spreadsheet after spreadsheet. I read on, that. <laughs> I became the Excel queen. So, and I read also somewhere that your brain thinks in systems. That's got to be a bonus in business. Oh, look, it, is. it does, you know, and, and my brain definitely does. It definitely works in puzzles. And um, and I, and if I think I have a superpower, the superpower is to make complicated things simple. <laughs> so let's just go back to your spreadsheets because as share traders, we obsess, we look for our profit, our loss, our expectancy, and we look for what we can improve. So were you always a numbers person? Were you always inclined towards Excel spreadsheets? Or is that something you had to develop as Boost Juice grew? Um, I think if I, if I think people are naturally numbers or words. I think they're one or the other. I think I'm naturally numbers. Not that I can, not that I can actually, you know, I, God forbid. I think I stopped helping my kids in year seven. But I think that with regard to the the logic logical number system of business, you know, it was something that I really understood. And I think that if you if you sort of if you're that way inclined, it makes it a lot easier because you think of. You know, I'll stand in the store and go, all right, what is the quickest way to get around this store? How can I make this store in a way that we we can serve our customers the quickest possible way? So it is, it's all about, you know, spreadsheeting. It's all about systems. It's all about trial and error. And it's also about um, adjusting when you get it wrong. And in some strange way, it's a form of relaxation and therapy. Yeah, look, yes, for weird people, yes. I want to talk about scheduling and running your diary because I know you've got four kids, three boys, one girl. How imperative has running your diary, running your calendar been for you? Oh, calendar's everything. I mean, calendar is literally... Um, if if you can run your people, if you haven't run, if not running your calendar properly, you're um, you're running in chaos. Not only that, it also helps with your um, stability. Like for example, I block off every single morning until ten thirty. Um, I don't actually have everything's blocked, and that blocking time is for me to do yoga or take my child to school or you have some time for me. So that's my you know that's my system. Then. Um, on Mondays, I make sure that I don't come into the office. On Mondays, I, I set up my week, and then Fridays, I, I set, I run my week down. So, and then I only have meetings between Tuesday and Thursday. So, 
But that's all in my diary. Also in January, I make sure that I find my spikes. So I'll think about January, what, where do I want to go this year and what do I want to do? And so in January, I make sure that, you know, I promise my husband I'll take him twice a year to some sort of health yoga retreat. So, you know, I, I think about and I research you know, great yoga retreats in the world um, or, or in Australia. So I'm constantly going, all right, in my diary, what am I putting in there to make sure that I've got the balance I need? You know, even girlfriends, you know, every three months we catch up with, you know, three of my girlfriends and we go to Nobu in um, Crown. And and we do that every single three months. It goes into the diary and we all rock up and we all make sure we're available for it. So your, your diary is a way of keeping stress out of your life because you know where you're going, what you're doing, how much time you've allowed for it and, you know, and making sure it's not too insane. From one yoga devotee to another, you say you do yoga six times a week. I do yoga about three times a week. What does yoga do for you? I took up yoga when I was 40. Um, so yoga for me is, is um, very transformative. It's been transformative in, in the physical sense, uh, but also in the mental sense. You know, running a business as, as a young, in my 30s where I was really winging it and working it out as I went and the stress that came with that to hitting my 40s and really being able to unwind that stress and learning mechanisms to manage it. And yoga had a huge part for that. It was the breath. It was the, you know, unwinding that very tight body, you know, even today. And I'll get on the mat and I'll know if, I've, if I'm stressed because, you know, I don't bend. Um, or, you know, I know that you know, my breath's shallow or, you know, it's, it, the mat tells you many things about how you're feeling and what you're doing in the day. Mm. Janine, what does a typical day for you look like? Do you have a typical day? Uh, look, it's it's hard to have a typical day because there's, you know, so much variety in my life, which is fantastic. Look, you know, a typical day potentially is, you know, you get up at, at um, you know, probably wake up about 6.30. Uh, my daughter comes in for a snuggle. Uh, we'll, um, I'll, I'll get her ready for school and then we'll walk her to school, uh, take the dogs to the park, go and do some yoga and then start work. And then, you know, everything in between. So, you know, obviously if I'm filming, filming Shark Tank, that's a, that's a very different um, week. And then if I'm, you know, travelling or looking, looking at our international stores, it's another different week. So, you know, it's very hard to say what a typical week is because I don't think I have a typical week. And you spend a lot of the time travelling away from your family when you were franchising internationally. Uh, yeah, look, it, look, at the end of the day, if you want to run a business and you want a successful business, something has to give. And, you know, it, probably what gave certainly probably from 33 to 40 was me. And, you know, there was, I was traveling overseas. I was, um, you know, I was working 19 hour days. It was just how it worked. It's just how it was. But it's also what it, what it needs to grow, grow a successful business. So Boost Juice is now a rainbow of culture and it extends into 15 countries, including Estonia, I hear. Yes. And, and I know you've spoken about looking at local produce and that being something really special. What are one or two of some of the most memorable, magical experiences of expanding RetailZoo and Boost Juice into foreign marketplaces? Do any stand out? Um. Look, everyone's quite unique. You know, I was in Saudi Arabia and, you know, sitting in a room full of, you know, men in long white dresses and 
and it, it sort of and then we we actually did a deal sight unseen they hadn't even come to australia so it was so it was some of those some of those experiences are exciting you know, Estonia is a beautiful country you know walking down the middle of a you know a street with snow and you're just going wow how bizarre um that we're going to open a store here but i think the most memorable is whenever i'm in either in south africa or estonia or england or or malaysia is um seeing people with a boost in their hand yeah. I mean, goal sit there and look at it and go that's exciting do you pinch yourself that this has happened you've created this yeah look in moments like that you do or um yeah so that that's the moments that that you do go wow that's that's amazing and would that be the most euphoric moment you've had with boost juice um i think so because i think quite often what happens with when you run a business and you're running at the speed that we've run boost is that you very rarely have time to actually smell the roses. And I think it's those times when you actually see the cup or, you know, you, you open a new territory that, that you do get time to smell the roses. Look, I'm going to ask this question because share traders love talking about their worst trades. For some reason, it keeps us humble. So what was the worst moment in the boost juice evolution? A really tough time. Um, it was probably around 2004, 2005. Um, we had, we got really smashed by um, a current affair and Today Tonight saying that we had all this sugar in our juice. I remember that. And I was just actually mortified because, you know, most, most of the sugar in our products comes from naturally derived Sugar from fruit and vegetables like carrot has sugar in it. Surprise, surprise. And so, and not not only that, the World Health Authority says that when you're actually looking at your diet, you should ignore all the sugar that comes from fruit and vegetables. And so, you know, when I looked at the amount of actual added sugar into our products, it was so minimal. And, you know, and, and they're often for good reasons, like for keeping stability of yogurt together or, you know, whatever other, whatever other reasons it was. So the sugar, that the natural sugar in our products was the one that was standing out really proud. So it really was it broke my heart two pictures of you know a big or a big mac and you go that's not even it's not even comparing apples to apples you know there is nothing in a coke nutrition wise but in ours is there's probiotics there's real fruit there's potassium there's bananas there's dairy like there's all of this great stuff in it so that was the stuff that really sort of hurt when the media sort of comes in and misrepresents your product that's what stuff that makes it that makes it really hard, um, and you know. So that's those sort of things when you get smashed is um, is it's particularly when it's unjust and unfair is what gets annoyed. But you know, oh, hey, I trade in the stock market, and and you know, there's no fun when you sort of go into a into a stock and it ends up being a you know you pay a dollar for it, it becomes a penny stock. Janine, finish this sentence. A great leader looks like a great leader looks like someone that has passion, someone that has a vision for what they want to achieve and are prepared to do anything to get there. A great leader is someone who inspires people to follow them on their journey and a great leader is a great communicator. Is that you? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if I'm a great leader. I have to ask people that, that uh, work with me. I think that some people would say yes and some people would say absolutely no. But that's Aww. the whole point about, you know, in actual fact, if you are fully liked, un- without question, if you are fully liked 100%, I think you're doing something wrong. Finish this sentence. A confident businesswoman looks like? Someone who's comfortable in their own skin. Looks like someone who walks into a room and she's not actually overdoing it or underdoing it. She's just her. What's the future of Boost Juice? 
Oh, look, you know, um, you know, continue to develop great products, continue to help people get mm-hmm. more fruit and vegetables into their diet, um, continue to grow. You know, hopefully we're looking like we're, we might open in America in the, in the near future. You know, so, so really trying to crack that code, which as many Australian companies haven't. These are a few questions I ask some guests. Just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. What's the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? Oh, do you first thing that comes to my mind? Best piece of advice is um, your reputation is everything. Protect it. How do you define success? To be loved and love. What's one thing that scares you? Uh, something happening to my children. What advice would you give your 14 year self? To enjoy youth, to um, take risks, but not stupid risks. And you know, it's a time to um, you know, it's a time to discover. While you've still got that lack of fear, is to actually enjoy life. Is there one final tip you'd like to give anyone who's aspiring to be an entrepreneur listening to the show? Um, I think careful what you wish for. You know, people think that you know an entrepreneur's journey is one that you you start and then you have all this balance and all this money and you know you, you're suddenly then driving a Tesla. You know, basically an entrepreneur is someone who lives with their parents because they've got to save money, they drive a, a, a 14-year-old car um, and they make sure that every cent that they actually have goes into a business and they don't get another cent out for about five years and they risk everything for it. So, you know, I don't think an entrepreneur is for everyone, uh, but if, if it's for you, then it is a really good fun journey. What are you most proud of with the creation of Boost Juice and Retail Zoo? Um. It's a, it's a hard one, you know, because I'm so hard on myself that so so I can't say that I'm, I'm look I'm I'm proud of where we've got to, but we can do so much better. Janine, Alice, I could ask you questions all day, but I know you're a really busy woman. Where can people go to pick up a copy of the Accidental Entrepreneur? Oh, I think I would just Google it, Accidental Entrepreneur, and I think it's at um, any book good bookstore, or you can get it online. And Boost Juice Outlets are everywhere over Australia. Your favourite smoothie is the Janine Special. Is that right? No, it was. Years ago, it was a Janine's favourite, which was basically a mango magic with raspberries. That was my favourite. But I, because we always keep evolving new products, I've got a new favourite. It's a Pure Eden. And it's basically just fruit and vegetables blended with with um, coconut water. It's a ripper. <laughs> Janine Alice from Boost Juice, thank you so much yeah, for your time. You boosted our juice. Thanks for coming on to Talking Trading. Oh, no, thank you. No, my pleasure. And that's all we have for you today, guys. I hope you enjoyed Janine Alice's story. Stay tuned next week as we talk to Chris Tate on some of the shonky things he has seen around the trading world in his 30 years of experience. I'm Caroline Stephen. Have a good week in the markets. See you next week. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation. Want to know the hottest sectors in the Aussie market? Now's your chance. 
Download my free Hot or Not special report from tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not. That website again, tradinggame.com.au slash hot or not.